What's new with you, Rob? Well, um, I got new glasses. I'm preparing for Snowmageddon. Um, I'm trying to finish up that pot of leek and potato soup I made last Monday. Uh, I'm all jacked up on coffee right now. <laughs> what is, uh, what's Snowmageddon? Well, we're just in for like a good week, week and a half of, you know, sub-freezing temperatures and some snow and stuff. So it always gets a little hairy. Oh. And you never know what's going to, you never know what it's going to be like, you know. It could be two feet of snow. It could be two inches of snow. It could melt. Well, it's not going to melt is the thing. So whatever snow we do get is going to stick around for probably a good week and a half. <sighs> um, do you? Oh, you don't have to ride your bike to work anymore. I was about to ask, do you ride your bike in the snow? Ride my bike? Oh, yeah. No, I did, though. Um, that's why I got um, my fat bike was my snow contingency plan. Because it used to be that we would get called into work at like three in the morning if it snowed, you know, so that we could get stuff ready for, you know, when the shift change happened at like 7 a.m. So, you know, buses aren't running at that time. And uh, it was my way of getting out of I had a van. I owned a 67 Dodge van for for many years and. I basically just kept it around for dump runs and in case I got called into to work in the snow. Oh. So, so buying the fat bike with like four inch wide knobby tires, I mean, the thing's an all terrain. You can go in mud, sand, you know, slush, snow, you name it. Um, but yeah, now I just ride it for fun in the park across the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. uh, but anyway, yeah. Well, and you still have um, a 73 Dodge Dart with 69,000 original miles. You got it. It's still sitting there. I've been, it's really been heavy on my mind to just get rid of the damn thing because it's, it's basically just a liability at this point. You know, I don't use it. So. Where's it parked at? Um, between you and me, Sydney. Yeah. It's in the, it's in the employee garage at work. Well, that's kind of what I assumed. I mean, you are an employee, so, and that way it keeps it safe. That's true. However, there's, you know, there's the spirit of the law and there's the letter of the law. I feel like I'm kind of violating the spirit of the law Um, by keeping it parked there. 24 hours a day (laughs) well it's not the law it's private property it has to just do with their policy and their policy is um their policy is probably uh you know if you're an employee you can park there yeah pretty much um you know they haven't threatened to tow it or anything security's aware that it's there and every once in a while someone will make a complaint or something and, and then i'll move it (laughs) <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. to another to another to another level of the same garage <laughs> anyway yeah that's good stuff that so is good stuff. uh and then went to the red elm yesterday for the first time in a long time um waffle woman made me a delicious double shot espresso and uh some delicious waffles and uh it was a pretty good day albeit cold and windy. 
Christmas was good. How was your Christmas? Um. Oh my gosh, have we not talked since Christmas? I don't think so. I don't know when the last pup date was, but I feel like it was before then. Study hard. Yeah, it's kind of the holidays kind of threw everything off because like just when we got the setup for you to record, the holidays happened. And then the same thing, Beck got a mic so we can do um, more recording and do like a food segment since she's a chef. And then the holidays kind of set everything back. Um, but yeah, the <sighs> I don't really care about the holidays. I kind of hate them. Um, but uh, I survived them. And it was nice because at work, we in December, we're just super busy because everyone's parting their butts off. And so I was working twice as much in December, which sucks. But then my paychecks were twice as big, which is always nice. Um, Yeah, for sure. I know. And so now I experienced like three paychecks in a row, what it was like to not be poor. And and now I'm going to go back to uh, being poor, which is kind of disappointing, but um, you know, I was like, how can I keep these paychecks, but go back to not working all the time? And the answer is it doesn't work yeah. that way. Got to have that side hustle. It's a side hustle economy. You can't, you can't feel comfortable off of just a day job anymore. Well, it's, it's I really, uh, I, I think I've, uh, ranted about, um, my disdain for the, uh, side hustle economy and how we live in this, um, Basically, like we don't live in a good economic era, right? No one's making enough money to get by. uh, But because of social media, everyone's trying to look like they're making enough money (laughs) to get by. Um, And so it's become virtuous. Like like leisure is not respected. And it's somehow seen as virtuous to be working all the time. And so you're supposed to have your uh, 40 plus hour a week desk job because we know that 40 hours means 50 and then you're supposed to also drive for uber or lyft or um, decorate cookies or have some sort of like you're supposed to always be working and it's um, that's seen as virtuous and then if you engage in leisure time it's viewed as negative Um, which is uh, very much an American thing. There are other cultures that do it. And then we look at countries um, where they take an afternoon siesta or whatever. Um, and they have six weeks of vacation a year. And we say, oh, those people are so lazy. Um, and it's ridiculous. I agree. <clears throat> it is pretty ridiculous to expect people to just work their entire lives. And you hear about the um, protests in France because they're trying to raise the minimum age of required <laughs> Of retirement from 62 to 64. Mm-hmm. And every, people are up in arms. They're like, no, we want to be able to retire at 62. Here in, here in the U.S., it's like, sure, you can start taking Social Security at 65, but you get a reduced amount. If you wait until 67 or, or 70 or whatever, they keep trying to up it. I think it's up to like 72 now or something for the maximum benefits to kick in. And it's like, really? I thought you were supposed to be able to work 30 years and retire. Yeah. But that's not how it is anymore. Because if you, if you get a job at 18 and retire at 68, that's 50 years. Oh <laughs> and you're still not com- and and you're still probably not comfortable in retirement at that point. If, no. You know, if all you're... 
if all you're counting on is social security and whatever wimpy pension you might be lucky enough to have. Yeah, you which... know, you have to be squirrel. You have to be squirreling away your own money that whole time in order to, you know, build up a nest egg for retirement. And people, I don't know. I don't know anyone who's doing that. <laughs> no, my mom has a pension and social security, and she still had to get a job. Um, so yeah. she has a part-time job because those two things weren't enough for her to get by on. Um, it's just, uh, yeah. So I hate that side hustle thing. As someone who, like, I'm constantly going because I you know I work and I have the podcast and whatever like and I like so for example Friday I left my house at 8 a.m and I didn't get home until after midnight and it's not because I was hanging out it's because I was working and like grinding all day and so I just am like I I don't see any virtue in the way that I live my life I do it out of necessity I would love to have um more leisure time uh, but, you know, because I don't get paid to do what I love, I have to work a job to get paid and then work on the pods on my own time and time. So it just is what it is. But yeah. Yeah. So fuck a side hustle is what I'm saying. Like, I, I, recognize that that's something you have to do out of necessity, not out of bliss. Um the same sort of thing of like the glorification of like the van hashtag van life or whatever. Um, and it's like millennials are buying RVs and moving into RVs uh, in really high numbers, not because, you know, it's such a great ideal lifestyle. It's because we can't afford homes. So um, yeah. whereas my parents like where when I grew up, not only did every adult with a job have a house. But like in Michigan, if you were a two income household, like just and like my mom's an RN, my stepdad worked in a steel mill. We had a house. We had a boat, you know, and like I knew people who they have houses and RVs because it is a recreational vehicle. And so my generation isn't saying, oh, no, fuck owning a home who no one wants a home. We're just saying, yeah, we can't we can't have the house and the RV and the boat. And, you know, like or a fucking vacation home, you know, I, I yeah, just vacation vacation home. Yeah, it's a I big knew... one. my grandparents had a summer cabin, you know, one income family. They raised six kids in this giant, beautiful craftsman home in Redlands, California. And they had this beautiful little summer cabin or, you know, it was up in Green Valley Lake up in the mountains from there. And uh, yeah, all on one income. He was like a plumber. Yeah. You know? Yeah, those those days are gone. It's just wild to um and I, I think this is a good reminder. Sorry, this is kind of a downer conversation, but I think it is a good reminder to people who are struggling economically that it's not your fault because I think society will have you believe that any lack of success you have is because of your shortcomings and it's a reminder that it's not you, it's the economy. It's like everyone in the country right now is in the same position, um, except for, you know, uh, the the CEOs of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But like so, yeah, it's just it's it's so wild to think, you know, just a generation or two ago, people. Yeah, you could. Number one, you could raise kids on a single income. I don't yeah. I don't think I don't know that that's possible. I mean, it is. There's people doing it, but it's really, really difficult. Um 
So let alone raise a family on a single income and yeah, have a cabin. What? Yeah. Yeah. The system more and more is the system is rigged against us. You know, it is. Um, so what else is going on with you, Rob? Well, let's see. Um, gosh, darn crows are hungry as heck. It's finally getting, you know, lighter earlier and staying lighter later. You know, the days are getting longer. So I have more crows around, but they're just frantically hungry all the time. Like I can't keep enough peanuts around. Oh, them. but but Knuckles is getting pretty more assertive. Um, I feel like she's got she's starting to recognize her name. No, and uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because it could just be that she's acknowledging that I acknowledged her. But I, every time I see her, I say Knuckles, or I'll get her attention to try and get her a peanut. You know. But she knows she knows she's special, and there is a glimmer of recognition when I do say knuckles. Oh. She kind of oh, perks up like you're talking about me, right? Um, so this could be this could be the start of you know something very strange or just nothing at all. Yeah, well, you guys are you you're having a relationship is what's happening. We are. Mm-hmm. We're um, interspecies friendship. Is what how I like to think of it. Yeah, that's what I have with Frank. Um, we <laughs> Zach and I were having a conversation right before we recorded because he wants to wait until after Frank passes and then maybe not have a dog for a while and uh, feel the freedom of being able to like travel without getting a dog sitter or whatever. He just is like, I don't want to get another dog while Frank is elderly, whatever. Like. And I was saying I've I've never not had a dog um, and I don't know like the idea of having a life without an animal companion like that's the saddest thing I could think of. I need an interspecies friendship um, in my life. Uh, I, I was I, he's like, are you, you know, just try it out. If you've never not had a, a pet, let's try it out, see how it goes. And I was like, listen. You've seen Disney movies. They always have animal companions. Cinderella had all the mice. Mulan had Mushu the dragon. Moana had Hey Hey and Puao. Like, it's just something that, uh, you know, we need in life is an animal companion. Yeah. And with the passing of my cat, I'm without uh, a pet for the first time in, like, forever. Like ever since I was a little kid, you know, my family's always had at least cats. And in my adult life, I've had cats the entire time and a turtle. <laughs> and so now, now I have neither. And I've kind of been hinting, you know, over the several, you know, past couple of years or so that after the cat was gone, we might think about getting a little doggy. Oh. So that's that idea is out there. Um, I'm not actually shopping for a dog now, but the uh, the thought of having a little, maybe a little chihuahua or something little, yeah, um, sounds really fun. I so. think, yeah, you live it. You have a kind of a good situation for having a dog because you work so close to home. I imagine you sometimes go home for lunch, like so. Running home and walking the dog midday would be no problem for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, so we'll see how that goes. That's uh, fodder for a, a future pup date. You know that I always support uh, getting rescuing chihuahuas because they are just the, they're just like the little they're little bundles of joy. I call them my furry antidepressants. Um, 
And I like... Uh, yeah, they're... I like a more yeah. elderly Chihuahua. Like, I, I like um, like seven or eight years old because they're they're more chill. Um, yeah. And they say you How can't... How long do they usually... L- I'm sorry. Oh, go no, ahead. go ahead. How long do Chihuahuas usually live? Do they live longer, like 12, 13 years or what? Oh, yeah. They live to be 15, 16... I know someone who's lived to be 18. So Frank is turning 15 um, in March. And that's he has a really bad uh, heart defect where they they told me he wouldn't live this long. They also told me based on how bad his heart is, he should be sick. But I mean, he's not. He takes his heart medication and he takes his nerve blocker for his uh, degenerative disc disease. And he's great. So, yeah. And so that's like... um. If a dog, if a chihuahua with a heart defect is 15, then the sky's the limit. Yeah. That's why, like, getting one well, at they... eight isn't like getting a dying dog. If you got a great Dane at eight, you got six yeah. months with it. But if you get a chihuahua at eight years old, you probably <laughs> have seven more years with it. So it's a nice yeah. age to adopt at. And you don't have to deal and with I, them I chewing up. Like... Oh, sorry. Go yes. ahead. Yes. I was going to say, I like a mellower dog, a, a more mature dog, just for that reason, because they're out of their puppy stage and they're just, they're a little more chill, like you said. Yeah, people love puppies, but I, I'm not a fan of puppies. They'll chew up your whole house, you know, they, they just, and they're, they're harder to train because they got little brains that can't remember stuff because they're babies. So like, if you yell at an adult <laughs> dog, in my experience, an adult dog, if you yell at it for doing something twice, it'll never do that thing again but with a puppy it's just like over and it's just like a child you know like little babies they don't they don't learn things quickly um but yeah so yeah i support it i support getting a dog plus i think your daughter would really like that oh that would send her over the moon yeah that that's her that's her goal in life is to have a dog so yeah (laughs) i support that also let's yeah I, I do too. It's just a matter of time. I think I gotta, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll mull it over for a little bit, but I don't know. I think come April is going to be a good time. I'll have an extra like 150 bucks a month, uh, then. So yeah. that would help fund vet bills and dog food and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, that's my, uh, <clears throat> on Christmas, Christmas, I watched, uh, well, Charlie and I watched uh, the Motern Media Christmas special, oh. I guess is, is the title, the official title. And uh, while watching it, the, um, the, the scene with Tommy Adirondack inspired me to purchase uh, a T-shirt that says Tommy Adirondack Don't Dance. So that came that came in the mail last week. So that was a big that was a big boost. That's awesome. And how does how does it look? Hell is it yeah. your does it is it your most handsome shirt? It's pretty good. Um it's a different it's funny those Teespring shirts, you never know what make of of actual t-shirt you're going to get. So like it's a different brand of t-shirt than the other Motern media shirts that I have. Weird. But uh yeah, but it's it seems to be okay. I don't know. It's a, it seems to be a little bigger than the other ones, but whatever. They're all great. It's it's the design that you're after, not the not the cotton necessarily. Yeah, I guess that's true. I once bought um, 
a t-shirt from this Tumblr artist I really like. And then it was just a really low quality print. Um, it, it wrinkled real bad when you washed it. So I tried uh-huh. to iron it and the oh, uh, no. graphic came off onto my iron. So, uh, <laughs> so that was, that was a, I lamented that one. Um, but I still, I, I supported a artist that I like, so whatever. Um, yeah, that sounds like it was an iron-on shirt, not a screen-printed shirt. Uh, you would think that it wasn't. It was screen-printed, but I don't know oh, if geez. it was just poor quality ink or if something about the fabric, it didn't grip properly. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. Um, that is weird. But I digress. Um so I, I have some big updates. Oh, yeah. T- hit us with it. Well, you know that this podcast is um, has been on a being mission. recorded. It's being recorded. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know that this podcast has been working to take down R. Kelly since we began. Uh-huh. I feel like yeah. the R. Kelly episode was one of our earliest, and it garnered us a lot of listeners. <clears throat> And then we've done updates as Surviving R. Kelly aired and then Surviving R. Kelly Part 2. Well, I uh, just, I think a couple days ago, there were two girls left who were still with R. Kelly and supporting him. And it was Osriel Clary and Joycelyn Savage. And uh, Osriel Clary has left R. Kelly. She's back at home with her family. And that is super exciting. Um, She apparently went back to Chicago to try to get Joycelyn to leave R. Kelly and they got into a physical altercation and Joycelyn was arrested for assault Um, and so uh, that didn't work so Joycelyn so far is still standing by R. Kelly but Osriel's back home with her family um, which is very exciting because she's been with R. Kelly since she was 17 I think she's only 22 now she's young wow Yeah, she's the one who in um, the first Surviving R. Kelly series, her sister was her sister Isis was talking about how Osriel was trying to get her to hook up with R. Kelly as well. And Osriel was saying to Isis, listen, you know, like, I'll take you to R's house like you can hang out with him. Uh, Here's how it goes. You need to call him daddy. And Isis responded with. (laughs) Daddy, my daddy live in Florida. And yeah. <laughs> uh, she became a star in my heart and my soul. And I was really surprised that the internet didn't uh, explode with memes and gifs of Isis Clary because she just, she was like my favorite person in that whole doc because she was, it was showing how R. Kelly could seduce, you know, more vulnerable girls. And it was here, it was a girl who was less vulnerable and someone tried to, go hey come on like let's get into this r kelly sex cult and she was like wait what you gotta call him daddy and pee in a bucket fuck that my daddy in florida (laughs) um so i'm really excited that osriel is back with isis and uh i hope they're doing well um and also the just this afternoon I'm doing an interview with uh, R&B artist Amari J, who, listen, I don't know. I don't know music, but it looks like he's kind of a big deal and he's worked with some big names and he reached out to me uh, 
wanting to talk about because apparently he's worked with R. Kelly and I don't know what his stance is yet. He sent me his uh, basically like a CV with links. So I don't know what his stance is on the allegations, but he wants to speak his truth. So I'm going to record that this afternoon. I'm super excited. Wow, this could be a point-counterpoint situation. He might step up and defend R. Kelly. That would almost make for better radio than if he agreed with you. Yeah, well, and it's I'm, I'm a little bit nervous just because if that's the case, I th- number one, I think we're going to have a different... Uh, I, I'm interested to communicate because he's, he's part of the R&B world. He's going to be coming at it with his perspective and... I'm sure he sees and encounters a lot of things in ways that men interact with women that are normal in that community that I would consider to be wrong or unhealthy. Um, and so, yeah, I'm interested. <clears throat> I'm interested to hear his perspective. Um, and I, I might put that up uh, like early, not as a normal, uh, like I don't want to wait uh, for like a Wednesday oh, right. release. Yeah. I might just put that up uh, whenever because it's breaking news. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Sounds yeah. exciting. Yeah. We got another... Uh, we were we were texting yesterday about another um, hot guest that we might be able to snag. We'll see if... We'll see what develops with that, but I'm pretty excited about that prospect. Um, yeah, you are have put me or are putting me in touch with a sex worker, and so I might do a podcast with her. I need to talk to her about it. Um, someone sent me information today. They have a friend who works in Hollywood and is very close friends with a lot of big names in Hollywood, and they might have some dish on Kevin Spacey for me, um, which oh would be cool. So I'm going to reach out to him and see if there's anything he wants to add and then we can talk about it on a future pup dates because uh, we have an episode about Kevin Spacey coming out. So yes, we do. Big moves. Yeah. uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. There's a little, little uh, glimpse at what's to come. (laughs) What in a couple of days, maybe or something. I'm not sure when it'll air, but yeah, I don't, um, yeah, it's uh well I I don't know the release schedule. I do. I have it loosely in my brain how this is going to go down. Um perfect. Yeah. That's all we need to know. Yeah. That's all we need. The, to know. the episodes they go, we record them, they go up. That's what happens. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how That's how the sausage is made. Everyone goes, "How do you do a podcast?" And I go, "You just record the things and then they go up." And then um you make make noises into a microphone. And then upload it. Yep. That's more or less it. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to get into the <laughs> RSS feeds and all that stuff. Who cares? Talking to a microphone. Put it up. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing. Um, so uh, what else? Anything else or should we? I don't know. Yeah, what everything else. I mean, listen, I bought a car because some drunk fuck drove into my old car and ruined it. So then I had to buy a new car and, um, that, uh, is a thing. And then, um, you know, I have to go see a chiropractor three times a week, uh, because that sucks. It's, it's just time consuming. You know what I mean? Like number one, being in pain sucks. Um, 
the fact that this is going to get paid for because I have uninsured motorist coverage, which will cover the chiropractor, is super nice. Um, but it is like uh, my... <laughs> My stepdad would always yell, another potato in the sack, like if you asked him to do anything, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, that's how I think of it is I'm like, man, I already, um, because I do Pilates for an hour every morning, and now three mornings a week I have another hour of the chiropractor, and they have me do, like, physical therapy stuff, um, and it's all good stuff, but then you just go, another potato in the sack. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of my life uh, right now. I was told uh, two days ago, officially, official news, that I don't have cancer. Um, so that's super wow. exciting. I have a... a yeah. Uh, because they, I don't know if I talked about it on this podcast, but I don't have any white blood cells and... Um, it was speculated that it was the chronic inflammation from my endometriosis was reducing my white blood cell count, but they have to obviously rule out cancer, um, which is one of the main reasons why a person would have no white blood cells. Um, so I had to get all these expensive tests done. And, uh, you know, I, I, for like the past five weeks have had a weekly talk about potatoes in the sack. I've had a weekly appointment with an oncologist, um, for the past two months and uh but yeah they they told me um two days ago that I do not have cancer I do have a tumor in my lungs that I have to get a $600 MRI of like I are or a CT I already had a $600 CT scan um and then they found the tumor and they're like you have to come back in three more months and get another $600 CT scan to make sure that tumor doesn't grow, but it's most likely it's not cancer. It's just, you probably had Valley fever, which is a disease we get out here. Um, and that's what that is. But, uh, now I have to move forward with getting in with a specialist to get surgery for my endometriosis. And, and theoretically after that happens, um, I, I could live my dream of having white blood cells again. Wow, that would be exciting. It would be exciting. They come in handy sometimes. Yeah, they do come in handy. Like a lot. And like, I I don't, I'm supposed to wear a mask in public, which I'm not going to wear a surgical mask while I bartend. Like, it's just not a good look. Um, and, and you would, you would think you get pity tips. Like I, when I got mauled in the face by a dog, uh, and I had to go back to work. Um, and I was thinking maybe I'll get pity tips because, you know, my face is stitched together. Um, but, uh, it was the opposite. People tipped less because they, (laughs) they don't want a gross person, um, serving them food. And so when you wear a surgical mask, even though uh, for the most part, it's for your own safety, you're, it's not because you're sick. It's because you're protecting yourself from germs, but like, it's not a good look and it would affect my tips. But anyways, because I don't wear a surgical mask to work, um, I do get colds and stuff more often because drunk people, this is really gross, but drunk people spit when they talk. And, um, I've, I've had, I had like, I've had spit land on my face, um, on my jeans. I had someone who was chewing tobacco start to talk while, like they asked me a question. I was answering the question and while I'm talking and my mouth is open, they go to talk over me and tobacco spit from their mouth got in my mouth. 
Um, and so, like, lo and behold, I get uh, I get sick uh, more often. Yikes. Yeah. But the, the, my doctor said also just take uh, vitamin C until you have diarrhea. And I said, will do. <laughs> Thousand milligrams a day. I think that's that's what does that. Yeah. Well, it's yes. I, so that's what I do. I mean, honestly, with me, how can I how could I fucking tell if it's from the vitamin C or <laughs> yeah, right. from anything else? But um, but yeah, so that's that's that. Um, and then I think. This week, Zach and I are starting to plan our trip to Danvers for uh, the uh, Motern Media Extravaganza, uh, October 24th, 2020. Um, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Close to uh, close to Halloween, so you can you know go over and see all the touristy sites in Salem. Yeah, there's um. There's a site called Haunting, Haunted Happenings that has a listing of all the events going on, and um, I'm excited about that. And so far, it looks like I was worried that hotel rates were going to be really high or booked up, but um, so far, that looks like it's not the case. Maybe if it, if we don't book and it gets closer to the date, they'll go up. But right now, it's looking very, very affordable, so that's exciting. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, anything else? Uh, um, no, I, I won't. Uh, yeah, I want to ask you if Owen Neal is doing an episode. Is he planning on doing a Sasquatch episode or was he talking smack on Twitter the other day? Oh, night? no, we're going to record an episode about cryptids tomorrow. Nice. Okay, yeah. good, good. Well, well, I'm shaking in my, I'm shaking in my boots, Owen. Don't stand me up as hashtag fan favorite, whatever you do. Yeah, I had always, um, we had talked months ago about doing an episode and I never just like dialed it in and put a topic and a date on it. It was still like, oh, well, when I come up with the right idea. Um, but he had posted one of his goals for 2020 was to be a guest on a podcast. And I saw that and was like, well, I, I've wanted him to be a guest anyways. So let's just make this boy's dreams come true and uh, we can do an episode. Well, he is your best friend, so. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't like that, but I do. <laughs> so, I, I've noticed there's a thing on Twitter. I'm I am trying to dial back from social media um, for mental health reasons and also, like, productivity reasons. Um, but I, there's a thing on Twitter where people get really, they're kind of, like, not nice to each other. This isn't breaking news. I think a lot of people talk about how Twitter is uh, people. People get attitudes with each other, and I can't tell if they're joking or not. Like I saw, <laughs> I saw the other day that Area Fifty One singers were giving Jay Mayo shit about stuff, and I was just like, "Can yeah. we just all be like a little bit nicer to each other?" Because I can't tell if this is like locker room ribbing or if this is like real arguments and i just don't uh yeah i was like i don't i don't don't." and then all of a sudden i'm really invested in a in like someone else's conflict that has nothing to do with me (laughs) like i'm just like i'm following along going like whoa it's heating up why why are why are these people fighting (laughs) well controversial twitter is the best twitter in my opinion i i like controversy for no reason Oh, it's more you, fun that you're way. so you're one of those. You're part of the problem. I, I'm I'm a shit poster. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I just didn't. <laughs> I was like, I thought Twitter was for um, screaming our uh, darkest thoughts into the void. Uh, but also I, now I feel like I need to make a new Twitter because I have like my fake Twitter that, um, you know about, but like also, wait, you have a fake, you have a fake Twitter. I have a Twitter. Um, and, okay. and I think a lot of people have figured out that it's me. And so I'm like, well, fuck now I need to make a new secret, secret Twitter. Uh, <laughs> You know, just yeah. exclusively well, it's, it's, for my exclusively for my racism, I think is where we're. I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's easy enough to start to yeah start a fake Twitter account. I mean, I've I've probably I probably have started seven different Twitter accounts over the years. Yeah, I uh, I cannot advise that enough. Is um, the value of having a Finsta. Or uh, I don't know what the name is for like the Finsta version of Twitter. I call it a Twitter. Um, but if you want to express yourself and not have anything clap back against your image, get a get a get a private account under an alias. It's it's gonna do you better. Because um, not not everything needs to be associated with you. Yep, and that's one thing Twitter's good for is the anonymity, if if you so choose. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Owen Neal is going to be on the show, I think, in, in a week. Unless, like, a breaking awesome. story comes up and then it gets bumped back. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I guess we can wrap this up and then we can record our main episode. All right, a little glimpse behind the curtain there for the listener. That's right. We're going to record an episode after this. <laughs> well, that's updates in case anyone hasn't figured it out. Um, updates is basically I just hit record the minute I dial Rob and then we catch up and, and then we get down to business. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds good. Let's get into it. Uh Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, have a happy whatever day this is that I decide to put it up. Yeah. Yeah, have a happy day. Bye. <laughs>